0: The
1: All right, everybody. It is the Crack House podcast. My name is Michael Sullivan. Joining me as always, Chris Musky Muscolino. This is the kind of St. Patrick's Day kind of episode. I don't know how much we're going to talk about it, but we might dwell on some stuff. And uh, we might have a little guest dropping by in a little while. What's up?
2: Surprise, surprise folks. We got a uh, little St. Patty's on tap this week for you. Got a surprise guest. We're going to be talking at St. Patty's. We wanted to have Big uh, big Pat on the show, but I guess it was a little bit short notice. And, uh, you know, it's almost a little over a year since we've been doing the show, Mike. And I think last year at this time I was checking back our old episodes. We spent a little time at t- about talking about St. Pat's, but not really much. So... I figured I'd throw a throwback to the old St. John's crew. Gantry's Pub, now defunct. Uh, there isn't like the one. Thing.
1: Yeah, there isn't like one bar left, really. The only place left was uh, it's called Cheap Shots now. My buddy Richie knows the owner, but it was called Oh the Gallup Green.
2: Yeah. Galpin and
1: Green, Green is the only one I think really still standing around, but it's a different name, different owner, different crew that goes, it's not even like a St. John's bar. Like it's, it, it, it's almost like a, uh, it turned into like a motorcycle club bar. <laughs> Anybody see Richie? Anybody know who's killed Danny Lupo? Bobby Lupo. Uh, it was funny, man. Just think about it. We were going to lead off with, what was it? Baseball. And they settled the strike.
2: You but- know, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy, Mike, at the end of the day, um, you know, you talked about it. You wanted to talk about it. And that night, they squared it away. I'm yeah. sure when our surprise guest will come on, uh, we'll go a little bit more into it. You know, I understand he's a big uh, uh, Yankee fan like I am. It's good news for all the Mets fans out there. You know, um, you guys should be excited. You know, I think part of the settlement was what they're calling the Steve Cohen tax, where I think if you get to $290 million or above, they really start to bang you out, you know, in terms of taxes and stuff. But um, it's a good time to be a Mets fan. You got sure. Yeah, Scherzer, yeah.
1: we'll see. Well, listen, this team has looked good on paper so many times. This team is broke. It, 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 it's like a beautiful girl. It just breaks your heart. It <laughs> always breaks your heart she <laughs> leaves you for the captain of the football team. And it's a wrap usually by like, you know, the end of May. You're just like, all right, we got next season. Let's try next season. Let's see who's going to be around. Let's see who's going to be, you know, available.
2: Yeah. Let me ask you, Mike, this, you know, let's flash back to our freshman year in high school, right? Would Would you ever have thought like 30 years from now or whatever it is, 35 years going forward that the Mets would, would still be without a world series? I mean, I felt no, no. like, I thought 1986 as a freshman, I remember going to that parade that year and, uh, you know, McClancy had the whole day off. Everybody basically went to that parade and I'm thinking this has got to be the worst time to be a Yankee fan. And I, I, I swear to God, I thought I, I thought for the next five to ten years, the Mets would be winning multiple World Series. Yeah. Was,
1: yeah. The team was you know? built. The team was it was built for a dynasty. But I mean, when you do that much cocaine,
2: yeah, <laughs> it, it's going to
1: take a toll, man. You know, cocaine's guys, a hell of a drug, folks.
2: <laughs>
1: dude, those guys, I mean, they were all wide up on cocaine. They did like a fire sale. The, the way that. 86 like ended and then like the next season started, it kind of reminds me of like almost like uh, the O three three Marlins where they did like that fire sale after the team, same thing in 90, like the Marlins did the same thing in 97 too. They just like built up a world series team, then did a fire sale, got rid of everybody. I I mean, The the, the Mets got rid of a few people Mm -hmm. and then other guys were just towards the end of their rope. They were leaving. They they just wanted trades. Everyone wanted to get paid and they weren't going to pay them. That was the other thing. All these guys figured they were all worth double of what they were. Wanted more money. They didn't get paid. Ray, Ray Knight, the one guy you thought would be the mainstay, guy at the end of his career, want to finish it out there. They wouldn't even pay him. And they caught him. They got Yeah, Ray I
2: Knight. agree. I agree, Mike. I, I would just say that, uh, you know, listen, we've hit on the Mets before. I think the Mets are a little bit different than those Marlin teams, which I think were one and done teams. And. You know, the owners back then, prior to, like, I guess, Walpond taking over, I mean, I just look back, you know, at that 86 team, and, I, you know, I look at baseball back then, and I, I, I thought for sure we were in for a Met dynasty, just like a lot of other New Yorkers. I saw the city change completely over from a Yankee town for the first time in my lifetime to a Met town. And, uh, you know, here you are, 36 years later, you know, lamenting the fact that you have not won a title since.
1: Got nothing.
2: But... Well, gots, right, as the yeah. Italians like to say. But, uh, you know, listen, I feel good. If I was a Met fan, I'd feel good. You got a great owner, guy who's going to spend some money. You know, it's funny. All those years I heard Met fans bash Yankees, the Yankees for spending money. Now it seems like the shoes on the other foot. And listen, it never bothered me. But that's the just other. what
1: the game is now. You have to buy a team. I mean,
2: it's always been that way to an extent. Just look at,
1: you know, basketball. That's all basketball is. You just, but you know, it, it looks like everything's gonna stay in, you know, one town for like a few years. Like, look, look at what they did up there, in uh, the, with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they won what four? What did they get?
2: I think they won three out of five or something. Yeah, like three out, out of back. five. I
1: mean, but five year you know.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. Now, Lakers, speaking of basketball, uh, you know. Speaking of Lakers and basketball, have you caught the series, uh, the HBO Max uh, series? Yeah, I
1: watched it uh, last night or the night before. It, it's it's good. It, listen, it's a typical like Adam McKay kind of vehicle thing, where it's, it's goofing on the times, the late seventies, early was it nineteen eighty? I think it's supposed to take place. Um, it's a good series, but I noticed too in the beginning of it, they said, "Listen." Parts of this thing is going to be dramatized and names are changed, And this is that. So we don't know what the whole story is with certain things. But I think so far from what they've done with this first episode, I think the whole job of this show is to make basketball entertaining to people that don't watch sports. That's what the whole thing is. It's a giant story that they're trying to make entertaining. It's a sports genre. That they're trying to make entertaining for people. No one can hear you. No one can hear you. Do 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 do. Technical difficulty. And he's back. He's back.
2: Wow, Mike. I don't know what's going on tonight.
1: I don't know, man. Where was uh, was your computer made in the Ukraine? I don't
2: know. Ukraine is weak, Mike. No, the computer's fine. I don't know. Technical difficulties, everybody. So sorry. Um, so we talking about the Lakers, right? And, and the HBO Max show, right? Um, yeah. So it was a lot of grainy footage, you know, a goose on the 70s. I was kind of watching like a borderline movie last night, you know, on AMC, which we've talked about before, as far as watching like a censored version. It's kind of like it got that feel of like the fast times at Ridgemont High, you know, almost like that time period. Yeah, that's. It. I mean, that's basically
1: yeah. what it's trying to capture. Yeah,
2: right. That late seventies, early eighties, LA vibe, like I mean, an LA vibe, and also like a comedy vibe. Like, yeah, kind of. I, I kind of like get the vibe. Like they want to go that goofy route, like that, you know, um, Step Brothers like, type, you know, type thing with Will Ferrell and Riley. Yeah, know, if, yeah. If you go like sports. It's all yeah,
1: like a Caddyshack maybe kind like of Caddyshack Shack movie. I, I, yeah, it, like like I said, they they really want to they want this to appeal to people that don't give a shit about sports. So you see John C. Riley's involved. Um, it talks about magic. I mean, it opens. You know, we're not spoiling anything, but it opens with the whole Magic Johnson AIDS thing, which yeah, uh, yeah. I guess they address later in the uh, the episodes. But yeah, it's it, it's definitely got that cool vibe to it. Um, if you don't like sports, get still give it a look. If you like, like I said, like Chris said, if you like Step Brothers, if you like Adam McKay movies, the other guys, things like that, the comedy is in that style. Uh, like I said, John C. Riley is just John C. Riley basically. He's turning into one of those, those like actors like Jack Nicholson or Al Pacino or De Niro, where they start to play like characters of themselves when they're on when they're on screen now, like because they're so popular. Like when you see a movie now with like De Niro or Pacino or whatever, it's it's almost like they're playing like a goof on themselves.
2: Because, yeah, I get that, you know, but he's got to. They all have wide range of, uh, of of characters. You know, they've been in like so many things, but oh no no, I, no. I'm just I get saying. What you're saying, I get what you're saying. You know, like, you know, to me, there's like a De Niro type character that was typecast, you know, I think some of these guys do get typecast or they create a typecast of like almost their personality, which, um, you know, I could definitely see. Going back to our, like, our original montage, you know, with St. Patrick's Day. I mean, he's one of my favorite uh, Irish movies of all time. State of Grace with Sean Penn was also, you know, in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Great movie. Did you movie. catch that one?
1: Yeah, State of Grace is a great movie.
2: Ed Harris, right? Uh, Ed Harris
1: does a good job. Oldman, like, right? Yeah, Gary, young Gary Oldman. You got Sean Penn. John Turturro's in it as the cop. Yeah, that's right. Uh, John C. Re- I mean, John C. Riley doesn't have that. Big of a he's like the goofy henchman boob brother right he's yeah. got he's got to get it he's got to get it he fucked stevie up. stevie stevie got it stevie got it and then they chop everybody's hands off and put them in freezers and all that bullshit. yeah
2: it was crazy man a little bit of the uh the boston mob you know before like uh the departed and stuff that was a well, great that, movie man. well that movie
1: supposed to take place in new york
2: it took place in New York, but Sean Penn was a cop from Boston. Who went yeah, but government. he was
1: originally from Hell's Kitchen. He knew all That's those right. guys. Then went up to Boston and came back to work. Whatever. I mean, what's the best
2: like Irish cop mob? I don't know. Is it Departed the, the best one? I like that. You know, for all my uh, all my paisanos out there, you close your ears right now. I, I have outside maybe Goodfellas, Mike, and maybe The Godfather. I've always been partial to the Irish the Irish mob movies. I mean, I'm trying What? what so, didn't one just come out recently? there has been so many of them.
1: I'm trying to think, but I mean, all right. So you got state of grace, the departed,
2: right? You got black uh, mass with Johnny Depp, black mass,
1: the, which was good.
2: Um, uh, I'm just trying to think. Uh, Southie, what we talked about last night. You want to throw in the town to an extent? I mean, that's kind of like, yeah, under, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, definitely. Definitely the Um, town. Um, Do you throw Goodwill hunting in that? It's not a crime movie, but it's one of those.
2: Yeah, it's borderline Irish neighborhood
1: kind of thing.
2: Well, it's based in South right. Yeah, Uh, well, half and half, half of it is in Harvard and stuff. And I mean, technically, you could call Goodfellas.
1: You know, it's not the whole Italian mob. The two main
2: characters are Irish, half Irish no 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 uh, de niro's full full irish and then uh yeah henry hill's half irish right
1: yeah i read a thing de niro is like almost 75 percent irish
2: in real life i think he's part jewish too yeah my friend friend dave put that on to me you know who's half jewish sylvester stallone yeah
1: i never knew that i just read that recently
2: well we get Dave on the show my buddy Dave, who uh, is one of the producers of and you know, the Amazon show, he's half Jewish, half Maltese like us. And he's always quick to point out Jewish actors, you know, who you don't know who are Jewish. Kind of like Harrison Ford, kind of like the guys that they mention in the Adam uh, Adam Sandler Hanukkah song. Yeah, yeah. You know, all, all those actors like you never knew were like, you know, they were half Jewish or part Jewish and stuff. Goldie Horn, right? Um, William Shatner. Just- William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, Nimoy. And Leonard Nimoy, right? Bowser from Shanana. Shana-na. <laughs> <laughs> and Arthur Fonzarelli. Fonzarelli. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we've talked about uh, Fonzie in the past and in his Jewish roots. You know, like I said, you know, growing up in New York, you know, you don't really appreciate it, but like, especially on Long Island, it's it's hard to like split apart the Italians from the Jewish people. Only reason being is like, for me, they're so ingrained with one another. It's like, it's just different religions and different food.
1: Yeah. Essentially
2: the, the the same, the same, you know, I mean, and it's more pronounced out here for whatever reason, you know, in the city, it's kind of a little bit more distinguishable, you know, I guess you get more of the Orthodox, but out here it's more American Jewish people. And, uh, well, you don't, yeah, you you don't have a lot of
1: the Orthodox Jews out there. Right.
2: Right. Right. It's more American, American, uh, Americanized people, you know, and they're usually transplants from the city you know a lot of them from the city just yeah like most the Italians, of them are brooklyn and queens.
1: long island yeah. i always said is like brooklyn and queen people just went out east brooklyn and queens yeah. went east and like bronx and like upper manhattan people
2: and staten island went to jersey i guess stat-
1: well Staten. well the, the progression usually is i've talked to people from staten island about this you grow up in brooklyn you buy a house in staten island and then you like retire in like south jersey yeah and yeah. and then and then if you grew up in like upper Manhattan like Inwood or uh, or the Bronx, you went upstate. You went to like Rockland County, Putnam County, or Orange County.
2: Well my buddy Joe watches the show from the four4. I think he moved up to Rockland County. There's a couple other guys that I know I think are in that area too, which is beautiful you know um, oh it's gorgeous we used to up a place here. We used to go to a place when I was in college, Mike, you know actually my buddy Tony who watches the show too. Yeah, he went to Iona and there was a huge place in New Rochelle that we used to hang out like this place called Streets. You remember that place? I New went out. I hung out in I
1: like New Rochelle once with Iona. It's we cool. went out. We went out one night after work and we're like one guy was like, yeah, we're going to Iona pubs. I don't know where we went. I don't know where I parked my car. I don't know what neighborhood I was in, but these guys were all like, these are Iona
2: bars. Very Boston. y feel feel up there. You know, I just uh, felt like, you know, Like, the streets are smaller up there, kind of like that, you know, when you're in Boston. Yeah, like, smaller Westchester
1: towns. Yeah. yeah. Once you get it, like, Westchester has a very, certain parts of it have a real small town feel to it. Like, Eastchester and Bronxville. They got, like, that main street just going down. It looks like something from the 50s when you're up
2: there sometimes. Maybe when we get our surprise guest on, I'll go into, well, I probably can't tell story on the air, but for those that remember, there was an infamous trip in Pauling, New York, in, in Westchester County. It was a leadership retreat that I got myself into a lot of trouble with a buddy of mine, uh, Brian, who I won't mention his last name on the show, but maybe if Macho remembers it, we'll, uh, we'll take a stroll down memory lane. <laughs> but great spot. Great spots up there. You know, Streets was good. New Rochelle was great. Yeah. Pauling, New York. Um, well, what is it? Rockland, <clears throat> Rockland County
1: has the second biggest like talking about St. Patrick's Day, the second biggest St. Patrick's Day outside parade outside the city is Pearl River, New York every year. Like the town, wow. is, the That's town is just like to compare it. I always compared Pearl River to like Rockville Center. It's that small little like Irish community of like all city workers.
2: Well, let's get into it, Mike. You know, I, I talked to you all, all fair. I've been to the Boston St. Pa- St. Patrick's Day Parade. I've been to the Farmingdale one. I've been to uh, New York City, obviously. And uh, let's see. I don't think I've been into any of them upstate or out of state other than Massachusetts. And I got to be honest with you. I mean, in my opinion, it's still, still New York City is the best. But what's your opinion on it? Have you been, have you been to multiple uh, St. Patrick's Days? I've been to like little ones,
1: know? little, little like like you said, the couple of Long Island ones I've been to. Um, the Pearl River one I've gone to. The biggest ones I haven't gone to, uh, my brother went to Boston. He said it was a great time. Boston was good, man. Boston was good. And I know guys that went to Chicago and they said it was one of the most amazing experiences they had. Really? They, they hooked up with uh, Chicago cops and they just gave him like a tour of the city on top of it. Oh, and that's cool. I know with Chicago too. these guys are telling me there's like two different parades. You have one that goes down, I guess, like the main street of Chicago there. And then there's one on the south side of Chicago that they said is just excellent. Like, it's like a little neighborhood parade. And they said they just had, like, the grandest time down there. People inviting you in their houses. Come on in. You're hanging out. I know, like, with upstate, like, we were talking about Pearl River. uh, Staten Island has it, too. Staten Island has a great parade, too. They uh, A lot of people do house parties when it's in residential
2: neighborhoods. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, say at
1: the end of your block was the parade route, your whole block would be littered with guys just having like keg parties in their backyards. Like, that's cool. The whole neighborhood knew each other, and like Staten Island does that. Staten Island, I know, is known for that. Pearl River's known for that. Like, anytime I've gone up to the Pearl River uh, parade, uh, I go with a guy I work with who grew up up there, and we basically hit the parade quick and then just bounce around the house parties, and it's all yeah. like all you know, it's yeah, people yeah, yeah. your age, you're just hanging out. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I heard Savannah, Georgia is amazing.
2: That's wow. interesting. You know, we have relatives in the South. We have in the Carolinas and people in Florida. You know, I haven't been to either. Yeah, I, I'm pressed. Uh, you know, it, it's it's pressed for me to kind of come up with a really good Midwest or Southern or Western St. Patrick's Day party. Only reason being is I get the impression that it's like more East Coast based, you know, where you really get the, you know, oh, yeah. maybe the Chicago type thing, you know. Yeah, I heard um,
1: Chicago. Uh, I know another guy I think does Ohio, maybe Cleveland. He was in the the, the pipe band. OK, he said he said it was a great time.
2: I would love to, you know, I really wanted to get a pad on the show because I think who also has a really good St. Patrick's Day is Long Beach and the Rockaways.
1: Yeah, well, Long Beach also does. I went this is over 20 years ago. I remember going. Long Beach does a thing too, halfway to St. Patrick's Day in like the summer, mm. and like it, they just shut the town down again, and it's just you know go on a pub crawl.
2: Long Beach is cool. Um, I think the Rockaways for all our buddies from McClancy and all those guys that we knew who were in the Rockaways. I think that's a crazy time, especially Breezy Point. Yeah, I think Breezy Point is probably a good time. Never been there, out you know, around. Well, I've been around there St. Patrick's Day was a place called patty mcgee's like on beach 118 street that we used to go to back in the day and uh that place was lit up you know lit up pretty good you know around st patty's day but i was actually never at the parade
1: yeah it was all the one thing i never liked about rockaway man like you always felt like you were going to get into a fight
2: dude we've talked about this i mean you know in all my years mike you know even going back to the story in the rough days i don't think there's been ever a rougher place in my life that i've encountered i mean detroit was pretty bad you know, I've been to some nasty places You know, like um, Newark, obviously I've been to New Jersey City But I gotta be honest with you There was like a sense of lawlessness Like when I, when I was out in the Rockways You know, you went over that bridge That Crossbury Bridge And it was just like You're entering a whole different, like, world, man And it's like you know, the kids I hung out with from Howard Beach and like that part of the Richmond Hill kids, some of them were Irish, but guys like me who were a little bit more darker skinned, we stuck out like a sore thumb. It was like, you know, you felt like you were in yeah, you had Ireland,
1: that. dude. Yeah, there was certain like I never liked hanging out there. Because as soon as they found out like you weren't from Rockaway. Yeah, right, right. Because it didn't matter then. Then it was like ah, someone like it, it was the same way I used to hang out in Woodside a lot and they said it was kind of like that but not as bad though but they, there was like one or two balls in woodside where if you walked in and you weren't from like a certain town in ireland there was there was probably going to be an issue like everyone just stared at you like why are you in here
2: my buddy why, joe why? b said, my, my buddy joe b said that when he goes to ireland in the uk he's a big big irish dudes i think scottish too joe's like six foot five 300 pounds he's like he's like one of those he goes dude he goes when you're on one of those EU Buses you know you're like taking tours of Ireland You know the guy says he goes You know you guys could go down there but if they hear you Talk you know they're going to give you probably a Probably hard time and if they see the EU Plates on the car they're going to probably give us a hard Time so it's like you know like you said in Woodside it's like you know usually Like in a neighborhood neighborhood basis like if you're Catholic in one neighborhood in Ireland that's really You're cool if you're Protestant you're not cool and vice versa You know it just goes block by block Kind of like what you're saying in Woodside
1: yeah, Woodside, there, there was a bar Dylan's. It burned down like over 20 years ago. I used to go there with my friend Sean and Chris. And I, every time you walked in, you were like, everyone just stared at you. And See, that's soon, what it was I like in the
2: Rockways, man. Yeah. And
1: like you said, as soon as you like opened your mouth and they knew you weren't from Ireland, it was like <laughs> shit, man. You just started like like one guy would be ordering the beers and the other two guys would be looking at the bar like looking at the I don't know crown. if you remember the
2: story I told you. I mean, you know, the English guys, I know I'm part English, you know, through the Maltese heritage. I know that doesn't go over big with the Irish, but I knew a kid that uh, he played for one of the Chelsea farm teams, a big soccer team in England that I went to uh, you know, I worked with for many many years. And he's a Caribbean guy also. And uh, you know, he's a dark-skinned Caribbean guy and he, I guess he was dating an Irish girl and he went he went to meet their parents in, in, in Dublin Or wherever the hell the, the, the girlfriend was And the girlfriend's like You know listen just don't open your mouth up when you visit my parents And she's he's like why is it because I'm black He goes no it's it's got nothing to do with your color Your skin he goes But if they hear your English accent they're going to freak the fuck out Excuse my language So the guy went in there. he goes I don't know how I'm going to pull this off Because as soon as they hear me say something You know I'm going to be in some shit Sure enough he went up there they were cool as hell He didn't really say much The father came out and he heard him, he heard him say something He's like where are you from? He goes, I'm from London or wherever the hell he's from. And the guys, like, get the fuck out of my house. You went ballistic, just threw the guy out. And he's like, you know, I, I don't understand. This. this guy has no problem with me because I'm, you know, with the, you know, my color, of my skin. He goes, but the minute I said something, he goes, he figured out I was from London and it was all sorts of shit. And the girl was like, I told you to shut the F up. They hate the English here, man. So it's
1: the troubles, man, the trouble, the as, as they call it over there the trouble
2: 1916 right the uh the insurrection over there the real insurrection but uh yeah that shit uh it should, still goes on to an extent not as bad though I don't think but, yeah uh, let me well, ask you this Mike we talked about this off air too what's the well you, we're all biased I mean you're Irish I've got a Irish hold know, on
1: friends. hold on we have a Latino that would like to enter this conversation
2: oh 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 could it be who could it be now? Who could it be now? Where is he?
1: Is it is macho it? time?
2: <laughs> Where is he, man?
1: He's connecting to the audio. Can you hear us? Are you there? Are you alive?
2: <laughs>
1: Boys. Yes.
2: Hola, I'm back. Macho Camacho.
0: I'm back. What's I'm up, back. Bro? Same old, keep him
2: busy. Let's go. Staying out of trouble. Million? We're asking uh, the million-dollar question: bigger drinking holiday, Cinco de Mayo or St. Patrick's Day? St. Patty's Day. Come
1: Thank on. you. Come on, come on. on dude.
2: Really? Wow. Come on, dude.
0: Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Come on, I have no horse in the other
2: than my Irish wife. So I mean, and you know, my Irish. Come kid, on, but...
0: that's not even. <laughs> that's not even close. Cinco de Mayo is like the day that. <laughs> Or oh, like the the Long Island chicks think like it's like a cool day to have margaritas for a couple hours. St.
1: Mm-hmm. Patty's is like drunk secretary karaoke. <laughs>
2: exactly. Chicks <laughs> 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 do some karaoke, maybe mimosas. Me Mi gusta, is, Cinco de Mayo, macho. Come on,
0: we've bueno. St. Patty's Day is all day, dude. That's like yeah. LAR to the city and then until you stumble home at whatever time you get thrown out of the last bar.
1: Gotcha, that, gotcha. Let's put it this way. I got a lot of phone calls on the desk on March 18th. Not on, <laughs> not, not, on not on May 6th. You know what I'm saying, Nacho? Yeah, you
0: know, yeah. You're not getting those favor calls. Yeah. Hey, uh, on,
1: uh, <laughs> what's the roll call look like? Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. You line me How up. Looking, right? <laughs> How are you looking, all
1: right?
0: How are you
2: looking, all right? Not too good, buddy. <laughs> Now, nah, listen, I thought it was that, but I got to be honest with you. Cinco de Mayo is a good day, too, man.
0: No, it's a fun day, but um, it's not as debaucherous. As, uh, yeah,
2: it's
1: it, it, dude, the whole city shuts down. New York City yeah. shuts down on the 17th. It doesn't shut down on the uh, 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 on the 5th of May.
0: Like St. Patty's Day is not a thing you just stroll into. You, you plan for that day. You know, you're meeting up with your friends here, yeah. Ubering. Are we taking the Long Island Railroad? Are we, where are we grabbing beers before? Where are we gonna eat? And then where are we drinking? And in what spots we hit. look I'm
2: I'm with you both, but I let me point this out to you. The Latino population is grown rapidly. Oh, in
0: stop enough. That that's it. <laughs> See Paddy's Day, dude. You can keep you can go as much as you want. <laughs> See Paddy's Day. Is the day. <laughs> Listen,
2: I'm partial to the the tacos and the margaritas, Macho. Come on, man. People (laughs) don't take off for Cinco de Mayo. Nobody's (laughs) taking off for Cinco de Mayo.
1: You want want to throw Columbus Day
2: in here, too, while you're at it? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. That's (laughs) nowhere near it.
0: (laughs) I don't don't know one person that's like, hey, dude, you want to go hit, you know, Manhattan
2: for Cinco de Mayo? That's not an app. Hey, (laughs) let's go into this, man. How about your namesake, man? Hector Camacho, the people that murdered Macho. Just got indicted. Five of them. Do you know the story I, about that macho or what?
0: Okay, listen. We have the same <laughs> last name. I don't know the person. I've never <laughs> met the person. I don't know how many Muscalinos are out in the world, but I don't know if you know every one of them. I doubt Mike knows every uh, everyone with his namesake. No macho, the macho.
2: The macho. No
0: relation. There might be a relation somewhere down the line. I don't know. Messed up. To I, I've been that asked that question car, since man. I was like three years old. Is it's uh, oh, first thing everybody says to me, Macho, yeah,
1: White Castle on Northern,
0: closed. I heard
1: down, I down. Heard,
0: that was my spot. <laughs> I grew, like, listen, I grew up that's between 89th and 87th Street or 88th Street. I'm sorry, I grew up on 89th, Street yeah. right between Northern and 34th. That was my spot since I was seven, eight years old. Like, that was a spot you had. Three dollars in the afternoon. You either go to Pizza Sam's, or you go to White Castle. I can't believe that place closed. That's, yeah, that's shocking to me.
2: Well, the place what near Saint John's closed too, the White Castle. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was one near me and Mike that we used to always go to up on Twenty First Street. It seems like a lot of them are closing down. Yeah, the Twenty
1: First Street one. That's where we saw that the franchise, guy.
0: Franchise like just done, done deal.
1: I don't. It's only on the East Coast. Or like the Northeast, whatever it is. It doesn't go wet. I think they just started going west of the Mississippi, like in the last year. But
0: I try to tell people, I have friends out of state and they're like, what's a white castle? Yeah. Like,
1: Dude, white
2: no, castle. no, they have no idea, bro. I think maybe in Florida, there's a couple I've run into. That was it.
1: They opened one in Florida and there was like a yeah. line, that, like a yeah. mile long line.
2: But that's all the old New Yorkers. Exactly. exactly. Yep. Exactly. But uh, how about uh, defunct places near St. John's? I got one in the background, Macho. You you notice it?
0: That's that was the spot, dude. That was the first place I had. Like, I did. Sh- I <laughs> remember Load.
2: Of course, moved okay. to Texas, right?
0: Yes, yes. Load, if you're watching, what's
2: up, man? I follow you on Facebook. Love you, bro.
0: Loads the first. That's the first time I did a shot through my nose. He, he was pointing. <laughs> I don't know what he called them. He flipped the <laughs> shot glass over and poured something on top. He was like, "Yeah, you got to snort that." And it was like, "What?" Dude, he got me so drunk. Been, that was a great place, though. Debauchery, in that debauchery
2: place. every night. Another, <laughs> hey, another it, famous Irishman from Teak, Sean Hennigan.
0: Yeah, Booby. I haven't seen Booby <laughs> probably 20 years. I, I Mike, randomly the, ran into him
2: at. Mike, this guy was great, man. He worked at—he was a couple years older than me, and macho, but uh, he called everybody Booby. And one night, he had me drive him home, right? And uh, we stopped off at the Seven Eleven. And Sean was light on money every day. You know, it's like, you know, he never had money on him. So we go in there and I guess he lifted like a, a burrito sandwich or whatever. And he goes up <laughs> to the counter and he uh, he pays for the cigarettes or whatever the hell he had. And the burrito fell out of his shirt and it hit the floor. And he looked at the uh, the guy behind the counter. And he's like, sorry, bubby. And he put, <laughs> he put another buck and a quarter up on on the, on the counter. I was like, Sean, what are you doing, man?
0: Mike, Sean Hennigan was like 6'2", like a big guy, like. You couldn't miss him. So when Someone's he tried to sneak like, around doing stuff, you could like... But he was a good oh. Like He was a lot of good, so Gantry's good spot. Now it's a Verizon, T-Mobile, whatever the hell it is.
2: Horrible, man.
0: Horrible. There's dude. no scene anymore. There's no scene. Yeah, Mike anymore. was saying that
2: too. Like yeah, look, I definitely. think the Galloping Green is still there, but... Um, the gallo- he,
1: the Galloping...
2: The Galloping... Uh, Macho? What's that? What happened to Hoops? I thought that was... Is that still around well, or...
0: No, that became a restaurant. And then he... Uh, I think they just let the he let the lease up like he had a 20 year lease or something like that. He just he was done. You know, he
1: did you guys did you guys ever go to the dart Inn? Once that awesome. Mike, it was off. It
0: sounds yeah, familiar. Yeah, yeah. Like it's familiar. have stopped there. At like four in the morning or something.
1: Yeah, it's off union. It was like up it's the block. There yeah, was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a girl, a girl I went to the academy with her father owned the place. Like we went there once in the academy. She was like, come on by. And Galloping,
2: like- Galloping Green had a lot of cops in it. Gantries did for a while, I guess. there was two owners. It was Joe and Frank, the brother Joe, um, the older guy. He was very close with the police precinct there. And then I think we talked about this last year at some point. There was these guys would get loaded, Mike. This was like the early 90s. And they would come in there. They were that crazy, man. Like, you know, they're pointing their guns to, you know, it was just really wild. And I guess there was an incident in front of J-Pods, which was the bar, I guess, to the uh, to left of Gantry's. And uh, that was really for the athletes and stuff. And apparently, I guess there was some sort of brawl inside. There was a whole bunch of cops there. The guy came out. They threw him out. You know, the bouncers ejected him. And I guess there was some sort of altercation. And one of the off-duty cops shot the cadet. And that was kind of like the end of it, you know, in terms what of like... Did you know?
0: When did that happen?
2: That happened... Uh, macho probably so 92 93 ish,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. You know, well,
0: J-pods changed so like they had like 10 different owners, too. They went from
2: they jungle, they, they boss, were J-pods Fireball, for a long time,
0: Ball. yeah. The J-pods were my first two years, then they switched over to like Jungle Place. Or what was the other name they had? They had like two other names, they had a
2: million names at some point. Like you said, like, the when, owners
0: when, that guy, uh, Bubba Ray Dudley used to bounce, Mike,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: Rustler used to bounce. At J-
2: that's Larry. Yeah, Larry's boy. That's Larry. Yeah, Larry's boy. boy used, Larry used to. That's Larry and Eddie bounce. C. Eddie C. from uh, from a Mac was in the same fraternity. And
0: also, what's his face he used to get his uh, uh divan used to bounce there a couple times with him too. Oh, really? was out here. I swear to God.
2: Yeah. Well, they used to
0: because I was into wrestling, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's." Well,
1: the, that that's was what? back what? too when they were doing the Elk's Log shows, right, on Queens yeah, Boulevard. That's why. Yeah, that's right. sure, it was unfair, right they there. Were, yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Come
0: down. I guess you make a couple extra bucks just bounce with yeah, not often. I've seen them maybe once or twice. I saw them there with him.
2: <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy times. It was a great spot, man. But that's what happened back then in ninety two, ninety three. There was a lot, a lot of police officers. We have another buddy, uh, uh, Macho. You probably know uh, know him, uh, Bubba from a- APD. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, read
2: I I think he was in the one hundred and two or something, right? He was always, uh, he was always in those spots. But um, not nah, shame, man. They they've all kind of gone by the wayside. But oh, uh, nobody
1: goes out anymore. No. Like the new. Well, we, talk, we spoke the, about it last yeah. time I was
0: talking to you guys. It's the kids don't drink. No. It's not about drinking. It's about vaping. And now the vape pens are out there. Yeah. The kids are getting high and doing whatever. It's a different world now.
2: You, you can just know, stay home, play stuff. video games. And that's your night out. Yeah. I see you got your headset on, uh, Macho. Is that your video game uh, headset?
0: This is the one I use when I'm, when I'm on this PC. When I'm on my laptop.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: When I game, I got my Xbox headset.
2: You got the listen, listen. One. I got
0: to rewind something. I was listening to the last podcast. I the <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm sitting there in my bed. I'm watching TV. I'm listening to the podcast. I was actually playing a game, and you said something that literally made me spit out my drink. <laughs> when you said that Astoria was the hood, <laughs> now, <laughs> out loud, I said to myself, I said after I spit all over myself, I said, pump the brakes, <laughs> pump the brakes.
2: Down. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait a second. Way, the story way, wait, wait, wait. Queens Let's go in into hood. that because I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people talking about to that.
0: how there was a block
2: near <laughs> your, your
0: neighborhood that
2: was no, pretty. No, 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 no. Listen, where me and Mike lived was a middle class neighborhood. You know, the, those there was a five block radius where it was really, really nice. And you're absolutely correct. You go to your fishbines. You go to Long Island City. I'll put that. I, I'll put those spots up against any place in the, in the in the Northeast or any place in the United States at that time. In the of 70s the and the 80s. Yeah, right, right,
0: right, right. But I mean, you're talking <laughs> about a big spot, it's not a five entire
2: block place.
0: Of an area that is all poor, there is no
2: place to go. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what <laughs> I meant. It's not just I mean, like
0: avoid, you know, the projects or avoid Queensbridge, you know, don't get all you know, getting off the LA. Don't no, no, obviously,
2: but listen, I mean, there were there were there are patches like even in our neighborhoods where it wasn't the hood, but it was it was rough. And my, my whole point is, you know, they make these movies about freaking whatchamacallit, Southie. Like Southie's like this tough place. And I'm sure it is. I've been there. You know, it's not the nicest place in the world. But i got to be honest with you. Where we grew up, it's like freaking Disneyland. Uh, i got to be honest know, with you. But you got
0: to remember, the, the movies are the movies. They're don't, they're
2: everything sensationalized. It's not... I mean, we had one, too. We had a guide to a recognizing his saints, with Robert Downey Jr., Chaz Palmitari. That was about the uh, story in the 80s. And listen, some of it was bad, man. Down near well, Con Edison, you I know. Mean, was, I mean,
0: where I grew up was bad. It was uh, the Columbians right? They were running drugs into LaGuardia gyms. Yeah. Exactly. And them out. It was full exactly. Of Bogota That's right.
2: But you're absolutely right. Like, n- me and Mike's block was a typical new, you know, Italian Irish, you know, European, you know. But it wasn't the hood. Middle... No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. My no, point
0: wasn't. was that it was the hood. <laughs> like there were like not like that, everybody in the neighborhood was going to come out and kick your ass.
2: No, but we've we had some murders on our street, Mike. Remember, we had the like the yellow tee in front of my house that one time. Yeah, I remember
1: that. That was like twenty five <laughs> years ago. I told my father spilled paint in front of the house. He goes, "No, nah, that's blood,
2: dude."
1: We had a- dude, the kid <laughs> got sh- the kid got shot on like by a story of hawk so we live two blocks from the park. He
2: got shut up at 122 he and, he, and he wandered down down the block
1: <laughs> and like ran down our block right. and oh, yeah. just bleeding out. And he died right. on this, like this one old dude that lived on the block. He was kind of connected.
2: Yeah. He died. You know, part like, of like a You know, he's part of like an Italian subculture that we don't talk about. Uh, yeah. He, he
1: died in front of this guy's house looking for help.
2: <laughs> Again, not well, the hood. I, I, you know, I stand corrected, but. Listen, I'll put that spot up against anywhere and definitely Southie. You know, a, a couple of bad, uh, bad blocks, with, you know, some poor Irish people. Want to go, want to go rob a truck? <laughs> 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 some bank trucks. <laughs> what do you think of the baseball strike being over, Macho? That's what, kind of what we brought you on. You got the Yankees, uh, man. Dude,
0: they have, I've been looking at my phone all day. They're no moves.
2: We ain't getting uh, shit, Macho. It, Sorry. It's, just,
0: it's, it's ridiculous. Like, uh, I know it's it's hard for the layman to like understand what they're bitching about. Like I get it, because these guys are making $40 million and $50 million and but you know you got to think about the, like you know there's guys that little legit spend twenty five years of their life to make it, and they play maybe three games
2: i'm with you man 30 games i'm with you and, i talked about it that's my... it
0: they're done you no know, like you got to play a certain minimum just to get you know the retirement package.
2: yeah i think it's 10
0: baseball. you know like there's the guys that just don't do it like you know and what about those guys i I get the whole thing but i mean it's more for me it was more blowing down to like the teams like pittsburgh and, and tampa that are not going to spend the money and they're just their owners of Legit, just taking that money, that extra, that tax money.
2: Well, I read two. I read two of the four teams that voted against the agreement were the Yankees and the Mets. And I think the Red well, Sox because the they Astros. don't want to overspend, right?
0: Because because right now that's like a salary. Cap. They, there's no salary cap in baseball. There's that threshold tax, that you go yeah, over. Yeah,
2: yeah. You
0: got to pay the tax on it. So they're trying to stay under so that their fan base doesn't turn around and say, "Why don't you just buy the world like the Dodgers are doing right
2: now?" You know what pisses so, me off? They were talking about a salary cap floor. You know, for these teams that cheap out, yeah, you know, you they, they to tank. Spend so much. You should have to spend so much.
1: Yeah, but I I want to see a real life major league. I want a Jake Taylor. Jobu. <laughs> I, want, I want some 38-year-old catcher who you haven't seen in five you years. Want to, you want to you wanna refer Joe yeah, Boo and Joe Boo.
0: I'd love a Joe Boo.
1: I'll put some jalapeno in my nose. I ain't young like you. Right I get here.
0: it because some of those some of those it cities, is... like, you know, there's no fan base, but in part it's because there's no winning <laughs> product. You know, they expanded the playoffs, which is dumb uh, uh, whatever, because now it's it's almost like the NBA. Game. It's a you know, boring sport. Fucking team. No, it's not.
1: Yes, it Baseball's is. That's Baseball's why
0: the most fair sport on the face of the earth. Fair. I'll Who? tell you why. What did somebody
1: Personally. tell you? Somebody told you life
2: was fair. Somebody no. told you fair. It's, on. I'll it's, tell you why it's fair. No one cares about baseball. Because There's no the
0: same amount of. Well,
2: Does Mickey Mantle <laughs> pay your bills? <laughs> it's <laughs> not even that. No, no. Here's my thing. <laughs> Watching a perfect game
1: is boring till the last out.
2: Uh, call it's very taste for uh, me in the ninth
1: inning.
0: I was the catcher, so perfect games are great for me. I, I watch. I can watch every inning of a live baseball. <laughs> to me, it's the most fair because you each get get the same amount of chances. There's no clock. There's no. We're gonna hold on to the ball and keep it away from you. The strategy is: you get twenty seven, I get twenty seven. What happens at the end? No matter Machu- what, you still get your.
1: Shot. I no. I I that I. Kind of agree with, but it's become like a, a ball- game
0: like the Giants of the nineties. We're going to run the ball and hold the ball for fifteen minutes of this quarter, and you'll be lucky to get it two times and a half. Where baseball, you no no, I get my chance. We get our outs. We have our twenty.
1: Yeah, but 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 you could also say that when it was like the ninety six or the ninety eight Yankees playing like the Mar- the the Marlins, right, or, or the Rays. That was mm-hmm. like it was Big Brother playing little it was you know it was a 14 to 1 game. Like that's boring. Who would want to watch that? If you're Fantastic. if you're a Rays fan, who cares? You shut that off. Well, and then for should. how many years? I watched so many Yankee games in my life. How many when you watch a Rays game in Florida half of oh, the three quarters of the stadium is just New York
2: Yankee fans there. Because for football too, Mike, you know? of I mean think yeah. about it. You know, you go to a Jet Raider game or a Jet Steeler game. I mean, you know, the Meadowlands or even the Giants for that matter, you know, they're overrun by these, you know, some of the cowboy fans. Like I've been to a couple of cowboy oh Giant fans God. the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. It's been, it's so been horrible. Oh, you go to, now. I've been to a Jet Miami game. It's almost 50 50. It's almost 50 50. Yeah. But Our I mean, boy, Chris, <laughs> my boy Chris, Chris M from my, uh, Mac, my, if you're listening, man, he likes hearing that old Oh, yeah, Chris. Uh, my,
1: Chris, my dad says hello again, by the way.
0: Baseball's got a problem, it, and it's the younger generation, and they're not attracting the younger generation. Yeah, like down to like little league where my son plays. Like my son has no interest in baseball. He's like, this is boring.
2: Yeah, that, my that, son, my, my was, son's the same way. You know, he's same way into
0: soccer, but when it comes to baseball, like he doesn't want to play but He's like, I don't. This is, this is not fun. I don't get. It. You know, I'm a big
2: soccer fan as well, Macho. I mean, I love the Yankees. There's uh, baseball, always be my favorite, but out here where we are, soccer's huge, and it's going to so get bigger in my opinion.
0: Soccer's a sport that I hope it gets bigger because it's more exciting.
2: Sock yeah. lacrosse yeah, I mean, is like, big like- out there too, right? Yeah, yeah, pockets, pockets out here, but soccer's huge. Like Macho is saying, like the the leagues out here are bigger. Yeah, my kid, yeah. my kid's pretty good at it. he's in leagues, but like Macho says, he wants no part of baseball, and he's pretty talented too. The kid across street, same deal. He plays three or four sports, no real interest in baseball. But um I'm really happy they did away with some of that crap, Macho. Like they took away the 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 runner on second base and the extra oh, innings that was, and yeah, that was dumb. the seventh Seven inning double hitters and all that shit. bullshit. Well, Although what I about think about
0: the shift. Yeah,
2: I don't know, man. You know, I think that's I, I I could see the point of getting rid of it, but a lot of these guys to me, they're just freaking lazy. They're these big buffoons that just don't adapt, you
0: know? It's it's you gotta realize something though about the adapt. You got, these guys, you know, these guys you're watching the top one percent of the world that are the best at what they do, and you're asking somebody since the age of eight or seven has been swinging the same way his whole life, and now he's 28 years old and saying, "No, no, no you got to do it this way." Oh. That's not what you got you to the show. They
2: became listen. They became pole and, hitters. And if they, you they're... look at the
0: sh- if you look at the shift on a lot of these things, it was kind of ridiculous. We have five guys on one
2: side of the field. Listen, I agree with it. I agree with the extent. I think it'll be better for the sport in terms of you'll see more offense. But the reality of it is, this has been going on for 25 years. You know, these guys got bigger. They all became pole hitters. They all tried to hit home runs so they get the bigger contract. And you, the guys that we grew up with, guys like Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs and those pure 300 hitters, you don't, don't see them anymore. You see the guy that hits 270 and hits 35 run, home runs or 40 home runs and 100, 100 RBIs.
0: Right, and, but the uh, guys the pitchers when we were growing up weren't throwing one oh three off the mound. They we were the left a oh. hundred miles an hour.
2: Yeah, but did you
1: watch you yeah, ever see that that, point. that um what was that documentary? Fastball? Did you watch I that? I
0: saw some of it. I saw some of it.
1: It broke it down like a guy in like nineteen oh eight was throwing almost as hard as a guy. It's just because it's just because of the I way the mound was set. Well, the mound was high. And the hardest thrower of all time, I think at the end of the documentary, was Nolan Ryan, they said.
0: Yeah. yeah, he definitely threw hard. He hardest. In 95 at, in his, in his forward, late 40s, <laughs> mid 40s. And
2: there was a guy, Calvin Richards from Houston, he threw pretty hard. There's been, there's been a was, lot of guys.
0: But but you knew the one guy that threw hard. Like, Doc Goodman was throwing 94 and people <laughs> were losing their shit. Like he, was, he was a fastball pitcher. 94 is like coming out <laughs> of the bullpen, guys are doing it. You know, No, he had, the curve slushes, ball. he had the curveball.
2: He had the curveball that really set everything up and made that. Fastball deadly. That's that's really what it was. He had a crazy curveball. That yeah. Guy.
1: If you're throwing 94 now, you're you're a guy painting corners. Right. That that's exactly. what you're. you're, yeah. you're, you're the magic you, today. you you ain't got it no more, kid. No. That 94.
0: No. They think something's wrong with
1: you.
2: Yeah. Nah. It's, listen, it's I'm glad they came to a settlement. A you
0: know, it's it's I agree. sports got to adjust. Them. You, there's no way to shorten the sport. It is what it is. You know what I mean? It just comes to. This this age of, of the kids growing up now, it, it's it's like ADHD. It's got that's bang that's bang what bang it bang. is too. Man, a
1: three hour game like that, like, uh, and uh,
0: even basketball. Like basketball is not what we saw growing up. It was pound, take your time. The scores yeah. were eighty to seventy six. Games of one thirty to yeah. one forty on a regular basis in the NBA. Guys, you're just three from half. Everything's geared like, towards this.
2: fantasy sports, macho. That's what it is. You oh, know, that's, that's part scare. of it. That's part of it too. You know. Well, let, the, Onto a different side. You think I about, think about the NFL
0: with that guy? That yeah, dude, Calvin Ridley. This is bullshit. But mind you, he, he gets suspended a year. And did you see the ad today that the NFL put out? They're looking for somebody to, uh, for gambling, to head their, their their gambling liaison stuff. You just suspended oh. a guy a year for, <laughs> for gambling. On his listen, team. I get
2: a kick of listening to WFAN. I, mean, I know you listen to WFAN all the time. Oh, they McCartney? got Cardin on there. You know? <laughs> and they got ads for it. <laughs>
0: We got right. They got ads for DraftKings every uh, other round.
2: Right, they got ads for DraftKings, and the guys doing like the ten stop recovery <laughs> commercials, <laughs> like you know, alcohols Next and uh, you know, gambling's <laughs> anonymous on the thing. It's it's hysterical. This is great. You can bet
1: on everything. Oh, but if you have a problem, call one eight hundred. Yeah. yeah he, did you watch his documentary? Man, that guy's crazy. That, guy, crazy. that dude I was on. out of control. Man, that's got to be a life. I'm walking around with a satchel with two million dollars in it <laughs> that people gave me, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go turn this into four right now." <laughs>
0: That's how it gets, you. People think you know they they, they haven't figured out, it's dude. I turned you on. Dude, what?
1: Let's put it this way: we've all been in Super Bowl boxes, right? Yeah. We feel like shit losing, like, say, five hundred in a Super Bowl box. What's it like to yeah. walk out of a casino out a million or two million dollars? <laughs> you gotta want to kill yourself. Yeah, I you would, gotta I think would, like, would, "Who? I how do I?" Yeah, so how do I,
2: you how do I, I answer, answer this?
0: I'd, I'd be living off the grid. I'd be making a camera yeah. on the <laughs> so I watch on YouTube, you know. <laughs> Living off the grid for a while.
2: Did you see uh, Macho? What? The, what? I, I turned WFA on for like, uh, for like a minute the other day on SNY. They had some chick. I don't know. She was like some porno star or something. Yeah, dude, the fan is turning into Stern
0: from like you know. Late dude, 80s what is
2: night. up with that? I mean,
0: they're trying to get listeners, man. They, there's no baseball to talk about. Nothing's going on. Get get it going and get the well,
1: they, Carton was it? I read in the paper. Carton beat Michael K this quarter, I think. Yeah. He beat him in That's the wise. ratings.
0: They're doing shotguns They got Evan Roberts, who's like a straight shooter sports guy that worked with Beningo. Working with Carton. And now he's he's in on the whole deal too. You know, like he's changed his whole broadcasting, you know, like he was the straight man. Yeah, straighter. I remember when it
1: was him and Beningo. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, i like, he's all in on this whole. You know, it, it is what it is, dude. Like I, I like, I like Tierney fans, and Tiki. You ever, you ever listened to those guys? I've heard none of it because I'm usually with the kids at that point. Okay, I some of the new guy that started on the uh, McPherson that starts. He's later.
2: awful, man. The, the the overnight kid.
0: He's, he's not awful, man. man. He's not. It depends what you listen. To. You, you're going from uh, you know Captain Midnight, Smoozy who you said you didn't like.
2: No, I don't like. I him love then.
0: Schmoozy. You know, you're going to him like. You got to You got You can't keep sticking seventy-year-old men out there yeah. to talk uh, about
2: horse racing. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Night, you know, on Listen, I gave the. Well, who was now the I other got... guy? Who was it?
1: Tony? Was it Tony Roberts? Would just Tony get Page. Tony Page. Oh, oh, on a, Tony Tony Page. I liked him, but then when I he like would Tony go, too. But then he'd go off on a three-hour tangent about boxing that no yeah. one cared about. <laughs> I'd be like, come I'm on, man.
0: About some guy that. Yeah. 67.
1: Yeah. Some guy from Panama that no exactly. one knows about he that had great. the junior light middleweight undergrad title in fucking Cuban the W title. the WBA Nobody or whatever. Nobody
0: cares, Tony. <laughs> and that's the thing. They're trying to get a different audience. That's,
2: that's what it is. Well, I mean, those
1: guys too, they're losing out to podcast, YouTube, everything else, man.
2: Everything well, else. Well, think about it. I just read another thing the other day, Mike. You know, I, I mentioned this off air. You know, these podcasts, this little dinky, the one that we do right now, it just takes one show, one episode for you to blow up. There's a guy called Mr. Beast who does like jackass type um, you know, uh, stunts. But he does
0: it for kids. It's, it's he does it, it for kids.
2: kids he had one video where he had over a million looks and the guy just completely blew up to the point where he's in like five, six different podcasts. He's not at the rog- Rogan level, but When you look at a guy like... That
0: making banks.
2: He's making banks. Mr.
0: Beast is making bank right now.
2: Right.
1: Your kids probably know this one. Who is that family in like Utah? There's like four little kids and they all sing and play with toys.
2: Oh, I hate that. One of my
1: neighbor's kids was watching it. I hate
2: that. And I looked it up and they get like
1: 35 million hits of I'm like,
0: that's uh, FGTV.
1: Oh, I hate that,
2: dude. I hate that. They've
0: changed changed their name a bunch of times. They used to be the... uh,
1: they play
2: Roblox, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that's he's it. Yeah. The
0: Skylander family. Then he switched to something. Then he switched to FGTV. And the guy the wears like a to Target. The guy's like a kid, writing Story yeah. review. With, and he, with, he wears uh, that
2: like little beanie hat. He looks like he's got the Marxist yeah. glasses and stuff. He
0: plays, he plays kid games and stuff oh. like that. But, but he's like, he said, all, he's I'm making I'm you, dollars, man. They're making bank. And the right. best thing is, is, if you watch these guys, their early episodes, and you watch them, because my kids watch them, you know, my daughter used to, she's going to be 12 in a couple Right, right. When she was young, she you know she'd throw it on, and I'd watch. And you watch the evolution of the background. That's what you got to pay attention to: their old houses to where yeah. they're living now over the span <laughs> of like four or five years. Same thing with Ryan right. Toy Review, Same thing with FGTv. They were in a little shithole house, you know. They'd be playing in the backyard. Then you see the episodes now; they're in a fucking mansion, like even tri- large. Dude, I put the like those, filling rooms up. Yeah, those home and shit.
1: Yeah, their house. Like, yeah, exactly. The the Paul brothers. Those guys, man, my kids used to watch them. They would give away Ferraris to people.
0: That's yeah. what, like, Mr. How what Mr. Beast does. Mr. Beast straight up shows up and like, I'm buying your store. All One right, a, cool.
1: Logan Paul did like a, a pop-up thing in Lower Manhattan. A guy I used to work with went. He goes, it was a four-hour wait online to meet this guy for 10 seconds.
2: <laughs> it's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. You know what it no. is, Macho? Going back to what we talk about, WFAN, back in the old days, you'd call up the show, you'd give you two cents, you'd probably get cut off in a nanosecond by Mike and the Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah. or, and that was the end of it. Or like they, they'd make fun of you off off air, you know, once you gave your opinion. Now with social media and these podcasts, I don't need to listen to Evan Roberts. I don't need to, to listen to Craig Carden. And that's you know, what they're you, fighting against. That's, why yeah, and they that's what they're yeah. fighting against. Jock that's back. right.
0: Because yeah. I can get my information instantly, I can give my opinion instantly. That's the, the right. thing with Twitter. That's the benefit. but That's also the negative because you got a lot of people that think everybody wants to hear their fucking opinion. True. <laughs> nobody wants. I could give two yeah. shits and it comes yeah. up on your feed. You're like, why do I got to read this?
2: Yeah.
0: This jerk off, you know.
2: Right. Right.
0: Telling me what words to say and everything, you know, it, everything devolves into something else when I just want to talk about baseball.
2: Now, it's a fair point, man. And it's a great point. I think, you know, I think that was the end of Francesa, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, me me and Mike talked about it at one point.
0: The other thing is like, like, like you can look up something in an instant now. Yeah. Francesco used to get away with spewing his bullshit and he was wrong half the time. (laughs) "Ah, And then they look, now you can look up and be like, Mike, you're wrong. He batted to it. Like, I'll never forget when he was calling uh, a.
1: Mantle hit 308 in 61. No, he didn't.
0: This is before before the Astros got caught cheating. Called uh, (laughs) Altuve. He's like Altuve will never amount to nothing. He doesn't bet nothing. And the next <laughs> caller calls up and he's like, "Mike, Altuve won the batting title. He bet at 327, Blah blah blah. Mike hangs, yet. he hangs up on you in two seconds because it can't be wrong. That's the thing with Francesa and the the younger crowd that's trying to listen to the radio and get into it. They don't they they don't, don't fall for his bullshit. Anymore. Speaking, of podcasts, that, I, speaking
2: of podcast, speaking of podcast, I don't know if either one of you heard. I hear Trump is going on the Rogan show. No, nah, that's was- not true. How I insane is that? I I, I, I don't think if, that's if, true. If it is, I mean, think about that—a freaking podcast
1: that breaks the internet. That, break, that, that might the be internet. the thing that breaks the internet.
0: But, 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 how quick would Trump walk out the second Rogan asks him that deep dive question? Doesn't let off on it? You're wrong, Joe. <laughs> Joe, you're wrong. Like, no, no, no. Oh. You can't say that now because for all the shit <laughs> Rogan gets, he does call people out on
2: shit, and he doesn't. He does. He questions. does. He does.
0: You know, like he'll he'll keep digging. Like, listen, you can't say that because that's not the you no. Know, that's not what you said or whatever. It would be a good time if you kept the light, but then Rogan will get called out for keeping the light. So
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if
0: that'll ever happen.
2: I read something today, a couple places where it says it's happening. Actually a video on YouTube had gotten taken down, I guess, promoting it. I haven't heard anything official yet. So maybe you guys are both right where it's you know complete BS, but you know, just to sheer your point, like we're talking about podcasts and, and the evolution of social media and like, you know, the traditional stuff that we grew up on, you know, in, in terms of like, you know, getting our sports information and pop culture stuff. And then, you know, it just it's it's wild, man. You know, I mean, think about when we were in college, Macho. I mean, would you ever thought of a day where, you know, we get our information and in media the way that we do now? I mean,
0: no, you have to pick up the paper to get the sports scores. Look at the boxes. Yeah. I don't like stuff. Right. Nobody right. Right. Paper anymore. <laughs> I, I, I'll hop on the phone and, and get find exactly what I want. in Two seconds.
1: I have the New York I Post a... on my phone. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
0: I don't... If I want to read the articles, which I never did anyway. I'd be like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Just now now you can
2: find out bad. that Jesse. Uh, Jesse got f- 150 days in a nanosecond, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: <dude. laughs> that, dude, that... Yo, that guy's off. He's he's like Kanye crazy, dude. He's yeah. off. the rails, I'm man. not suicidal. Like he thinks he's going to get killed in jail. That's what it is. Like he's, he's, <laughs> guy, he's, he's playing that the, game. Uh... He's dude. He's he's playing the game. He's edp'ing and out. Yeah. Macho. He's like, yo, take me to the hospital.
2: Exactly. quick!" You know, want. that's oh, what he's doing, man. Take me. Hospital. Take me to the hospital. I need my meds. Yeah. Let me ask you both. Kanye, Pete Davidson or Jussie, Craziest of the three. Pete Davidson's not crazy. No, he's smart. OK. Yeah,
1: I'd say he's smart. He's he's, a, what he's doing. I will say Pete Davidson's a gentleman yeah. right now. Yeah, he could be wrecking that guy on social media.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean, how many I mean, he gets
0: his jabs in on SNL, but I say, all right, let's let's like, like, let's like, let's tell, let's,
1: dude, let's I'm tell, banging you that. <laughs> I'm banging your <laughs> wife, I'm banging your wife. Days, I won. Let's and tell Chelsea,
0: her, I think, just got caught out. Yeah, that's his problem. I don't think he's crazy. He got, he thought he was Yeah, and he got
1: caught out. And I now, mean, now it's, yeah, yeah, he's trying to just circle the wagons. Yeah, he's like, yeah. all right, all right where do, do, yeah, where do I go with this now? All right, I'm not gonna kill myself, don't,
0: yeah. If you find me hanging, it wasn't me. Yeah. So,
2: so consensus, it's Kanye. Kanye's the the craziest.
1: Kanye's a coop, man. He's a guy, <laughs> he but that's a artist. guy. Yeah, he's a guy having a mental <laughs> breakdown in front of. He's he's like uh, Britney right now. He's yeah. having a breakdown in front he's of in everybody. Front of the
2: world. Yeah. Smells like roses right now. She's releasing uh, videos again, music. She's liberated. <laughs> she's naked. That's she's what she is. All over the paid, is
0: What she's looking to do. Her father took all her money. She's <laughs> looking to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> you want you want to be doing Dancing with the Stars for the rest of your life, Whatever the fuck show she was
2: on. <laughs> America's Got Talent. Great point, Macho. Great point, bro. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, what else did we have, Mike? Uh, um,
1: that's about it. We got about five minutes to wrap this puppy up. Yeah.
2: So, so the, uh, the the way that me and Mike tape these shows, they give you a time limit when you do more than two people on it. So we got to find a way around it. Future episodes <laughs> where, uh, because I ain't paying <laughs> shit. You gotta get a sponsor, That's yeah. What Sponsorship. Maybe we could get DraftKings as somebody like Fanduels <laughs> away from <laughs> Cotton and uh and <laughs> <laughs> I never tried
0: that stuff, you know what? You guys should try
1: it. Fanduels. Oh, pay, for, pay for my Zoom upgrade of $16 a month, and I'll
2: want to hear something crazy, Macho? give you three
1: plugs a show.
2: Me and Mike got an old buddy from Astoria that called me out on it a couple of weeks. I do sports betting here and there, and I do play DraftKings and FanDuel. I've had a couple of small wins, a couple of four or five hour wins in some tournaments, but I do sports bet, and I just, I specify just to soccer. You know what my win rate is in soccer? I've got a whole system for it. It's like 80%. I, I'm exaggerating. Maybe about 75%. You know, I don't, win, I don't bet a lot, you know, because I'm not a degenerate gambler, but you know, I guess if you know what you're doing, you know, especially with the advent of New York but State it's being betting. implemented, but it's betting. It's
0: betting. It's not guaranteed. You never know what's no. going to happen. No, one day you're like, you know what? No. This is the game I'm going to
2: double up on everything. Gonna...
1: It's, it's oh, not. Co- it's not called sure thinging. It's called yeah, gambling. It's not
2: called winning. It's yeah. called gambling. Yeah. No, same thing like the stock market. By the way, you guys see what uh, Biden said the other day? He, uh, he made an executive order. I think the United States is going towards a digital dollar. Have you? Have either one? of you heard of anything about that?
0: That's because they can no. track your money. They don't want you right. Cash, yeah, you they the they, they
2: money don't want on. you hiding your money in Bitcoin and Dogecoin and all this mean, other you shit. You mean the
0: way that every senator is doing with their fucking portfolio? <laughs> that
2: they're all multimillionaires. <laughs> yeah. Off 150. I brought up year. a guy. I brought up a guy last week to Mike that Mike put me on to this guy Ken Dunnegan, I think his name is
1: Kyle Dunnigan.
2: Kyle Dunnigan, right? And the uh, he does a skit where Pelosi's like uh, Mad Money, like Kramer, and he's like. He does a great voice of her and he's like, yeah, I made all this money on this stock. Thanks. George I saw that I <laughs> heard, I heard the
0: podcast and I saw it. I actually it you guys he's got
1: about. he just put a new one out with like 10 different characters that he does. And he I makes them like the Avengers. It's hilarious. <laughs> but Biden. Oh, man. He calls Biden the fresh president of Bel Air. He does a great Biden, man. <laughs> The guy is great. He's got, like, the, another guy playing. He he does every character. Let's see. This one, he's got Ben Shapiro. He plays Alec Baldwin. Um, Who, by he, the way, is... He, he does he, a great he, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> yeah, Barbara. Yeah, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> and you he see does Pelosi. You,
2: you see Baldwin today? He's denying, again, that he pulled the trigger. He's got anything to do. He's actually blaming the girl for...
0: <laughs> uh, but listen, dude, that, that's a fucked up situation. Like, you're on a set. You you don't think this gun's going to actually. I, I kind of feel uh, for the guy because you're on a movie set, dude. You're not. You don't think that's a fucking real gun. Like,
1: there's no real no. bullets in this.
0: Yeah, because you're an actor. I mean, nobody's yes, telling you but, this is. This isn't like going to the range, just pointing at your friend, yeah, and popping around. Him. Yeah, you're on a I set. Agree. This is what you're supposed to be doing.
1: This yeah. can't this hurt anyone. But I mean, he got caught out. You
0: know, it's hmm. another thing. He's in a bad spot.
1: Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. Anyway, we got yeah, like two minutes. Let's do plugs and get the hell out of here.
2: It's always a great time to have Macho on. We need you back, Macho. We've got to find a way to make this an extended uh, podcast. But real quick, we got DJ Chris Clash, www.chrisclash.com. Jay Cristiano from Cardinal Financial, uh, 844-442-7334. Use the promo code 4215, mention the podcast, me and Mike. Celtic Monkey, our buddy Mike Powered in Wilmington, North Carolina. Check it out if you're in the area. Piazza's Pizza uh eugene macho knows him his uh pizzeria up in uh, rye new york check gino out 914-921-4444 for your italian fare lastly my buddy my caribbean buddy vladdy vladdy i9 bistro i finally got the name right on 53 bruckner boulevard in the bronx take it away mike all
1: right real quick listen i got a couple of dates coming up next week check out my instagram mike Osully jokes for shows um Jack at I Can Paint, Pat Dixon at uh, Locals Channel. uh, Notorious NYC is the new podcast me and him are doing. And other than that, Macho, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on, brother. Uh, We'll have you back real soon. And that, as they say, is that. Later.